0: Yeah.
1: Apparently apparently Tom Cruise fucking unbolted his jaw and ate a couple of people on set for not following COVID regulations, which is, like, I like Tommy Cruz for his for his movies because his movies are generally pretty solid. But pretty solid. This makes me even happier. <laughs> Wait,
0: <laughs> unbolted uh, his jaw? What do you mean? Just, oh, he, yeah. he
1: went off on people on, on set. He
0: had, remember that time that Christian Bale was fucking just, like, screaming at a guy uh-huh. for moving a light during his take. This is that, but for dudes that, like, wear their masks under their nose. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um And I... Can I say I have mixed feelings about this? Because obviously, yes. like, what he's yelling at is good. Like, that he's, like, we are employing thousands of people. Because, like, when you get to a... When you're a movie, the size of Mission Impossible... When you are seven, a movie... When you are a movie, when you are yourself a movie, when you're a movie the size of Mission Impossible 7, you are essentially a small corporation, right? And this small corporation could be shut down for months if uh, people break COVID restrictions and there's a COVID outbreak on set. Um, And so it is good that, like, while...
2: Fucking anybody gets COVID, that's just, like, not a good thing.
0: It's also that's bad, um, yeah. but I was I was specifically speaking from the top cruise point of view. But yes, peep, right. anyone getting COVID is bad. Like Sorry, I thought that was implied.
2: I right? I just, <laughs> I just I just I really was like, well, I mean, not even that it's just like a corporation going down. It's just like from a human perspective, like people
0: might die. Yeah, people might die, which is also yeah, I but would also say coming
1: from the point of like I'm producing this multi million dollar movie that's employing thousands of people, and if you two motherfuckers. Mm-hmm are the reason we have to shut all this down and I have to lay everybody off for a month. Like, then you're going to have to talk to the people that don't have jobs for Like, I will eat
0: your head! Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I Um, will eat you in space. I I am also so inherently against the unbelievably rich (laughs) uh, boss yelling at his employees. Just at, like, a fundamental level. I have the weight of the world on my shoulders, and this is... You know, so I'm inherently (laughs) against that. However, at least Tom Cruise was doing it for the right reasons. Yes. Uh, so I will. I would. I, that that is my perspective on on this little piece of virality. Yes. Uh, but uh, I gotta say, of all the of all the uh, the productions that are currently moving, which are not a tremendous number of them, Mission Impossible Seven has been going for like a month or two now, and to my knowledge, has had no COVID outbreaks.
1: Sure. Um,
0: unlike. The Batman, which, uh, had... The Batman got fucking coronavirus. Uh, unlike The Witcher, which has shut down several times. Plural the Witcher, times. The shut
1: down recently because Cyberpunk came out. And if anybody tells you that... that Why why would they be... Henry, that Henry Cavill got hurt the same week the most oh. anticipated game in the world came out. Months after he built a PC, undeniably for this game... On the internet, he didn't get hurt, y'all. He's taken two weeks off to play CD to, to play Cyberpunk 2077. That's just mm. the, why was this the most anticipated game ever? I honestly is that like that like are you being hyperbolic or is that legit? No, I'm not. I wish I could answer that question in good faith. I don't know why. Ma- essentially, CD Projekt Red made Witcher the, ser- the series, okay. and Witcher three was fucking massive. Witcher one and two in their own right, very good. Witcher two, very good. Witcher one, eh. Witcher 2 very good, Witcher 3 to this day many people's best RPG of like all time western. One RPG. of
0: the most acclaimed that. games of all time, also one of the best-selling games of all time, uh a beloved piece of video gaming.
1: And so and they announce they release well, Witcher 3 uh the same E3 that they announce they're making a Cyberpunk game based off of a cyberpunk board game made by Mike Pondsmith that's wildly popular that they announced eight years ago. Eight fucking years ago. Mm -hmm. And then news trickles out four years later that it's actually getting somewhere. And then we see our first footage three years ago and then see more footage two years ago and then see more footage last year and now see it. So they've built themselves this hype cycle that if you believe in hype as a tool for marketing, it's only really... Valid or valuable for about a year. After that, it begins to eat itself. It becomes Ouroboros, so it becomes a snake eating its own tail. They right. did it for eight years. Which means. And they
0: trot out Keanu well, Reeves. And they're and they, like, here yeah, is sure. your favorite movie star, Keanu Reeves. And not only is he here to talk about the game, he's in the game and the character looks like him. He's. He,
1: Keanu is in the game. <laughs> like, as Keanu. And not. Um, not- not 2012 when this game was announced Keanu Reeves who was still kind of quiet we're talking post John Wick 3 Keanu Reeves who has taken the world by storm and is Hollywood's yeah. coolest uncle like debatably Reeves, the God, at the height Reeves, the of icon. his powers
0: debatably yeah. Keanu at the most famous and yeah,
2: beloved such a wild he's wild ever been <laughs> Development. I remember like all of a sudden it was like Keanu Reeves everyone was obsessed with Keanu Reeves and I was just like
1: I don't hate this I just don't know when this happened so it's, it was a slow burn. This is a completely different topic, but within the same topic. Like, yeah. the, over the last decade and a half, no, shit, fuck, the last 20 years, over the last two decades, people have slowly become to realize that Keanu Reeves is not just a quality performer. And to say quality, I mean that literally by its definition of above average quality, but not mm-hmm. superb. Uh, he's right. a quality actor who does him well and does not him horribly
0: well, it's but it's, then we found
1: out that he was a really, really, really above-average human, human being, being who right? like bought a, a, a rented a fleet van and drove twelve passengers from their airport wherever to their homes and like just did it for shits because their plane their flight was canceled or who donated most of his salary so that they could make the Matrix two and three and then even after that. Took most of his remaining salary and bought every single member of the stunt team that was so essential to those movies being, fucking anything, because the story's garbage. Um, bought each and every member of the stunt team like Harley Davidson motorcycles, who then built his own motorcycle company based off of the idea of the 47 Ronin, and then built 47 custom bikes specifically tuned and like built around the concept of each of the Ronin from that story. Who like is just this guy who's like gone out of his way to do really cool fucking things. Really cool fucking things. And who, again, over this 20 years, we realized like, was married and had a kid and his wife died and his daughter died. And, like, he's been through a lot of shit. And he's still, like, just this quality giving, never seen him blow his lid kind of dude. And so, like, yeah. when John Wick comes out and everyone's been like, remember Keanu from, like, The Matrix Keanu? When, like, Keanu was, like, young and, like, oh, shit, who's this guy? What if he came back and was... Se- sexy older, not like mm-hmm. older, not like Sean Penn <clears throat> older, like sexy older, and some would argue Sean Penn sexy. That's fine. You uh, like <laughs> but becomes you know John Hamm older, and then starts Ooh. making these action movies that kind of defy convention, but also are completely beholden to the action movies from the eighties, and completely revitalized this thing that now Liam Neeson and uh, Denzel Washington. And Bob fucking Odenkirk next year are going to get into being the middle-aged actors who do action flicks, much like Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jean-Claude Van Damme did in the 80s. So, like, his clout comes from this, like, slow burn of non-self-effacing, like, I'm I'm a good-ass dude being discovered by people, which does a tremendous amount of work for him, (laughs) instead of, like... Him recording himself, giving somebody money. People found out 10 years later that he gave a fuck ton of money away. And, like, that does a lot for you. And then him making movies that are pretty widely loved and being the action hero that started Action Heroes again. And then add to to that 20 years of him rising in popularity to Cyberpunk teasing this project that's supposed to be the most ambitious, the most good-looking, the most open-ended RPG to follow the most best, the best selling, highest rated RPG that's ever been made, which was also by them. So, Cyberpunk just built itself a a hype cycle and then drowned itself in its own fucking juice. And then when it came out, it was a broken, snotty fucking mess. Really? Oh, yeah. So, I'm not kidding you. I pulled this up because I'm compiling notes for my uh, podcast tomorrow. They issued a statement yesterday. Saying, like, we'll help you get refunds if you bought this game on a PS4, a base PS4, a base PS or Xbox One because it's so bad it doesn't work. Damn, yeah, and what's worse is, and well, it be- just
2: because they weren't they were like they were unwilling to postpone
1: release. It's probably because the shareholders were unwilling to postpone release again because they were meant to come out in April and then push to September. And then pushed to November, and when they pushed to November, it came like a week after they. It was leaked that they had been, had been asking their employees to work six days a week, and like in the evenings, after four years ago, promising they would never crunch on another game. <laughs> so like, it's bad. So the game comes out, and it should have come out next year in the fall. It should have right. this game should have been a fall 2021 release, and instead it was a November. 2021 or er, 2020 early beta or or late alpha um and so the and I I'll, I'll get off my soapbox in a second the two things <laughs> that are the worst all of the reviewers got it on PC all okay. of the reviewers could only get it on PC interesting and those reviewers could not show footage from their gameplay if they wanted to use it in their review. They had to use footage from the trailers they'd already released.
0: Which means they knew
1: knew two things. One, this works like shit on consoles right now, so don't give it to anybody on console. And two, it's buggy as fuck regardless, so don't let them use their own footage because it'll be full of fucking bugs. Mm -hmm. And so, like, those two things happened and... Nobody in the in the journalism, game journalism industry was quiet about it. Everyone was like, um, so they want me to not show you how bad this is, so I'm just gonna publish my review after the embargo and show you how bad this is. And it's become a meme. Cyberpunk's become a meme of people like floating through cars or conversations going, and then all of a sudden all all the characters go T-pose and all of their mannerisms stop happening on their face and they're just blah, <laughs> blah, 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 like character models in previs not in post Jeez. Um, it's bad it's bad it's bad do you think it'll do you think it'll ever be good yeah in march next year
0: it's only cuz this game has also already become one of the best selling games of all time like yes eight, 8 million copies or something like that has already been sold which for a game is like huge that's phenomenal yeah. Um, and it is only, because, so they've already recouped their losses. They've announced, like, the last six years of development, or whatever it was, um, we've already recouped the production costs (laughs) in 24 hours between, they earned enough money from pre-sale that they've recouped their, their, their eight, uh, years of production costs. And so now, it's really only if they want to fix it does it It mattered does that make sense like it, they they've announced like, oh, we're gonna do significant patches like this month, next month, the month after, but it's truly like up to them now if they want to fix the game they've released, and it it reminds me a lot of another like very buggy game that I've also gotten a lot. Out of uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, which had a similar, sure. we are following up a, a phenomenally popular trilogy of games um, with another game, and it ended up being eaten by its own hype cycle, and then it just became a meme overnight. <sighs> you know, the way that conversation shifts from mm-hmm. this is going to be the second coming of video game Christ to this is actually the video game antichrist. Um, and it, the way that conversation just mutes overnight and and people go from not wanting to hear a single negative word about it to not wanting to hear a single positive word about it. Um, and it's this, gotcha. this uh, uh, vicious fucking cycle of art as product. Um, and... Li- we don't have time on this show to discuss like the nuance <laughs> of um, art as product. How much can something be released? You mean the how commercialization much
2: commercialization you... of artistic endeavors? Yeah, and Disney how much on i if...
1: well, even I about Kevin, that's even, even less good than, than for art development. <laughs> even less than that, Jason. I'm speaking for Kevin slightly here, but even less than specifically what what you've just said. Video games are in the weird place where they have they. I say objectively, are art. But the problem is, you have to convince people that writing code and programming algorithms and building engines works also as art. And like the largest majority of people will be like, I mean, the story's art, but like the people that make it, only a few of them are artists. And like that's not fucking true. Yes, <laughs> like that's like writing. Right, is good, the, writing good it, concise code is a fucking art, and if you're not good at it, it shows. Thing, uh, the,
2: the way that I relate this to me, right? If you if you want to take it into like a real world example, let's take theater, mm-hmm. right, where you've yeah. got. Like, as in not digital. We know, uh, what, yeah. you mean. We know I, I what you We know what you mean. I know what you meant. <laughs> <what> mean. <laughs> it was just as as in, Like, sorry, not yeah. real world. I'll, I'll
0: let's say use words, real stand-table. art for an example. No, not
1: real. <laughs> actual art. Stage yeah. theater. Yes. No,
0: but there is there is no ethical art creation no, what under I'm capitalism. That's
2: like yeah. someone being like, hey, here's the deal, right? If you look at a musical and then saying like, okay, but like the set designers and the writer and the director and the actors, those are the only artists and not the people who... Follow blueprints to build right. the set. Right? <laughs> right, it's like yeah, no, they're who point the artists. fucking lights. <laughs> like who the ability yeah. to execute an image, regardless of the medium you're using, is an artistic endeavor. Right, craft, be, craft produces art. There is no art without craft. Right, and yeah. that's what coding is. It's the craft of making digital art, and it that's that's so. Infuriating! Wow, I'm like, not even. Yeah. That, that makes me so mad. I've literally. I, yeah, you and, and, know, and I'm I, not much of a video game person yet. Sure. You know, sure. I want to be, but I, you know. Yeah. I'm, and I, I hate to. Like, don't I'm start, a start bunch with of... uh, <laughs> Cyberpunk. I, I wasn't planning <laughs> so, on it. No, I was planning on starting even it with. Even
1: though. Uh, what did the ones just, you told
2: about? Uncharted? Because I'm a big old
1: yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Play and, the, and, play and the shit out of Uncharted. It sits itself squarely in the center of the argument of our video games art. They're part of the reason it became a big thing. So, like, have fun. Yeah. They're great, yeah. but, like...
0: And it's, it's... It is art. Video games can be art. Like, it's all... It's this arbitrary line between art and craft or art and entertainment or art and hobby and recreation. I mean,
2: the big question in art for the past 30 years has been what is art? So, like, if... It's if a question we will never, question answer, of you know? the never answer.
0: You know, the best answer anyone can cool. come up with is the answer that, like, that senator once gave know, about know, pornography. Yeah, I know when I see it. Yeah, yeah, I You know exactly what
1: i was talking about yeah yeah and see the funny the funny thing is is that like the fact that that the the question what is art exists i think that that question is well served in communities that are already perceived as artistic no one's going to look at film and not say it's artistic no one's going to look at stage theater and not say it's artistic no one's going to look at art and not say that it's somehow artistic and i'm not saying anybody i'm saying like in the things that we say are art There are things that pop to mind the same way when you say sports, the first thing you think of is not chasing a cheese wheel down a hill. That's a sport somewhere. And so, like, exactly. And so, like, (laughs) the biggest problem that gaming is running into is that it's a community full of people, and I don't mean majority. I'm just saying there's a lot of them that don't and have never considered, and I'm not sure, and this might be aggressive, I'm not sure can conceptualize video games as art. They're like no, yes. it's a stupid. They view play it as thing. product. Yes, exactly. It is, they see the product. They don't see the the mastery that goes into it. And so like they the, view yeah.
0: video games as a fun microwave, right? It's like a product, and I bought the product to do one thing. Uh, you know what I mean? Like they we view. I feel like it's particularly endemic in video games, I but mean, it's certainly evident in any artistic critical feedback. It sphere. does make
2: sense that this is the conversation happening about you know it, an innately. It's a new art form, right? Video games are contextually Com- new; they're very new And yeah, like, compared like to
0: other together. art forms. Yeah, <laughs> right. like and, it's wild. Uh,
2: and like in yeah. in a in a culture compared and a society, to the concept of music in America, but as well is... as in a lot of the other countries in the world, like where commodification of goods and like late stage capitalism has just been like increasing its pressure on society. It makes perfect sense to me that one of the newest, most blossoming and like ever expanding it expands so quickly it is a massive industry that parallels the movie industry right and as far as like just it just it makes sense to me that like it's been so commodified in how it's presented and how it's distributed and all this stuff that people don't look at it as an art when it truly is you know
1: yeah yeah And like as someone that
2: doesn't even play video games I'm like no there's literally no question that a video game is art Hundred percent. Because yeah.
0: anything is art. Like the question of what is art is also the answer. It's rhetorical. What if you is ask art?
2: The question is this art. It immediately takes on the impetus of not the impetus. It takes on the the the, the form of art. Right. Yes. If, if, if you somebody can somebody make ask make the go, question,
1: art? is it art? That makes it art. Yes. <laughs> so that's basically yes. the right. Point. Exactly. Because, it's because you've no questioned art. it. Asking, <laughs> is it art? Right. The because if you is ask is it art there's someone on this planet that will say yes there's and an therefore the <laughs> fundamental
2: foundation of art itself where you can be like you can take something that is quote unquote decidedly not art right put it in an art museum and then someone goes what the is this art and it becomes art. Yeah, that is literally art, art a is, function. A dude put shovel like... <laughs> in a museum. <laughs> art is yeah. Schrodinger's... A source, sticker on it and everything, hung it from the wall and said art. And people went, wow, I love it. It's beautiful. I'm going to pay a ticket to come see it.
1: Yeah. Art is like the living example of Schrodinger's cat where it is both yes. art and it is not yes. art. But when you ask the question, as soon as oh, you open the box, right. you decide it's reality. That's and like so that.
2: that you're like saying this as an artist myself as an art creator right um that focuses mostly on performance slash theatrical arts i have this thing that i'm not going to dive into because it's literally an entire thesis and it would take me hours (laughs) upon hours and i would have to go through examples to adequately explain it but i refer to it as i shit you not the quantum metaphor right and it has to do with schrodinger's cat is a quantum concept it has to do with quantum mechanics and the way that i relate uh, first, I mean, gender with a quantum identity is wild to see people starting to use quantum mechanics as a way to describe gender as existing not in a binary, but along a quantum
1: mm-hmm,
2: whatever, mm-hmm. right? A quantum field, if you will. It's wild. I'll be, I'll be like, I've been saying this for years now, and now people are like saying this, and it's so wild. But, yeah, 100%, art absolutely exists in this world where it's like there are things that exist simultaneously as art and not art, and but that doesn't mean that yeah,
1: you know, just something because I just because I look at two vacuums in a glass box and go, "That's not fucking art," doesn't mean somebody's not like, "That's American capitalism on display." Like, <laughs> you, right. fuck it, it's fine. People, you,
0: you people want, want. <laughs> people want art to be easily commodifiable and easily discernible, which art is like specifically not good at doing well, the thing you know? is i mean
2: you could even oh god y'all are bringing this side out of me you could literally <laughs> blame andy warhol for that bullshit right he went i put soup can on canvas and people went wow and now it's easily wow. accessible it's weird it's a complicated relationship because people love andy warhol and i'm not gonna lie to you there's some shit he did that i'm like that's fucking rad i love that's that pretty dope. Well, even, he did even the clip you
1: though even the clip you though jace like that's the that's the same argument, or not even argument, that's the same conversation we had a few months ago about Scorsese talking shit about Marvel movies.
0: I was about to bring <laughs> Scorsese, I was about to bring this exact same thing into the conversation, right? Okay, so let's, okay, Martin Scorsese. Indisputably, one of the greatest filmmakers who has ever lived or will ever live, and not only, like, as a creator, but as a representative of world cinema who has spent his filmmaking fortune, like reviving world cinema, creating like, uh, uh, brands and sections of the criterion collection in places that like he's bringing non-American art to American audiences and is preserving, like almost no one has done more for world cinema than Martin Scorsese. However, when he says that Marvel movies are not cinema, they're not real movies, he is not correct he is expressing his personal opinion that, like, of course, Martin Scorsese is fucking 80 years old. Like, of but course cin- he doesn't like Iron Man 2. Is li-
2: like, <laughs> the word cinema is literally the film version of
0: art right i you agree can, it is it is like, using this false dichotomy between film and cinema, cinema. and movies and it's entertainment stupid
1: the it art, is bullshit I mean, it's, it's, the, gatekeeping. it's it's gatekeeping it's gatekeeping that's exactly it. it's, it's gatekeeping. the old guards it's the old guards saying oh, no no mon the, frere c- the
0: computer just, i like, make the, art <laughs> the,
1: the cg <laughs> artists
2: alone on these marvel movies right are yes. fucking mm. artists if yeah. you want to remove it just and then the fact that they can i mean it's
1: intertextual sure.
2: it's capitalistic but, in nature mm-hmm. absolutely did y'all know that
1: the suits did y'all know that the suits and Endgame that they wear when they travel through time are all cg fucking bananas they're not actually yeah, wearing
2: suits they're that's naked
0: so weird and <laughs> fucked up that that is the way that they made these movies but by the same token of what scorsese is saying and i don't you know like all movies are art And all movies are also 10 other things, right? Sure. Um, If you've made a movie, you've created art. You can argue about, like, intent, but who gives a shit? But I think that if you read the extrapolated version of that clip, of that soundbite, where it's, again, it's not as if he issued a press statement. He was asked for the 400th time while trying to promote his movie, what do you think of Marvel movies? And he's like, I don't care. (laughs) By that, like it's not as if, again, he's like, I hate this. He he's was not like
1: fuming. He was just like, I'm gonna say something, so they leave me. He the was fuck like, alone. I'm trying
0: to talk about my fucking movie, The Irishman. Like, I'm trying to talk I about don't reuniting. Care
1: about bloody Iron Man!
0: Yeah, like I uh, don't which is what Scorsese sounds like. Um But but by the same token, look at we are recording this on, on December 15th, and like a few days ago, the world of, of people that pay attention to movie news was like lit on fire by all these announcements during Disney Investor Day. It yeah. was a conference call to stockholders of the Walt Disney Corporation and people are like, I love product! So like he kind of has a point of how the Marvel movies are presented even if they are, if he he is not right, if he is indeed saying they are not quote-unquote cinema, quote-unquote art.
2: Here's, here's, where, here's where I get a little frustrated with that. First of all, yes. I mean, absolutely correct, right? I mean, Marvel movies are literally just propaganda. I will eat them up like fine cookies. They are, cookies.
0: in fact, they are, literally military propaganda. Yeah, However, we, I do enjoy watching them. <laughs> right,
2: and I enjoy them. I do enjoy severe watching them. disdain for the military. But, yeah. um... When, I contain when,
0: multitudes. I right, can do I can both things multitudes. at the same time. I
2: can. I can like things. I'm allowed to like things. Damn it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, also, it's just yes. Of course, they're marketed in that way. They fundamentally, in order to execute them, rely on massive amounts of money, right? And the way that it is structurally set up, they're taking advantage. It's Disney. You expect it to be released in any other way? No but it just functions in that sense d- d- meanwhile he's out here doing the irishman which had this special netflix release as well as movies release thing which you could just as easily say that's commodifying your product that's making it a product that you put on streaming like you know you know it's not the same thing right but fundamentally there is an aspect of taking your 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 movie this thing that you made and presenting it to the world as a product. I know it's not fundamentally the same thing but there is a, you know a, a line a well, through yeah there is that, there know? is no yeah.
0: way to create art on the scale that, like, no Scorsese wants to create art without without the system being that we a part of this within right, yeah, without being a part of these it's- systems, and it gets released in theaters because Netflix wants the Oscar nominations, and you can't get Oscar nominations unless your movie plays in theaters for a full weekend in New York or Los Angeles, like that is, um, and you also can't find Netflix's. You can't find the theatrical gross of Netflix movies that hit theaters. Well, Netflix the hides that, that information about
2: the whole the entire purpose of, make, of literally making a movie and then being like, "But I need this award to validate its its
0: its." Well, that's it's, Netflix's it's, choice. Right? That's not that's not Scorsese. Like Netflix put The Irishman, Marriage Story, Ballad of Buster Scruggs, like the movies that it thinks can win Oscars, they put in theaters. That is not necessarily right. Scorsese's. Choice any more than it is Noah Bombbox or anybody else. I'm sure he encouraged it, but that is Netflix wanting to win Oscars. um That is, you know, we could have a conversation about Nolan all day, but like how, how Netflix, Netflix wants to win an Oscar? Oscar,
2: though. Why would that be what? represented
0: as Netflix winning an Oscar?
2: They didn't. Because you, know I mean? you want it, like- to,
0: at, if you are a film company and if you're Netflix and you want to attract premium Uh, filmmaker talent you need to be a place where people win oscars it brings a ton of prestige to your studio this Um, is my
2: roster of of oscar winning movies i get what you're saying yeah
0: exactly so like neon winning best picture for parasite is like huge because like what neon doesn't win best picture the weinstein company wins best picture it's not called that anymore but like they are always up for best picture because he's a bad man and he made bad deals um (laughs) But it's, I mean, it, it's all part of a larger conversation of, like, well, as as I tried to squeak out before, like, there is no ethical art creation under capitalism. This is the system by which these movies have to get made if you want right. funding. Right. And it's, and it's all part of a larger thing. And also, Scorsese is 80 years old and an absolute legend, so, like, who cares if he likes Iron Man 2? Uh, yeah, it's not going to stop Iron Man 2 from getting made, because yeah. who cares if he likes it? He was expressing yeah. a personal opinion, not this can't be right. Made.
1: It's fine. Uh, to put a to put a bow end on this, but also possibly start a conversation to have later, not now. It's fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> All of these conversations about art and, and <clears throat> its flaws aside, I have an Xbox Series X, the new system, Cyberpunk plays fucking fine for me. It's just got some bugs that are quirky and funny. Uh, I
0: have a PS4 and Cyberpunk plays fine for me. It's see, that's really the thing. Just...
1: It, it's like... It's like a per-basis kind of thing. It's like when you watch... There should be a... There should be a, Someone should add the voiceover that's at the end of medicine commercials to the end of the cyberpunk commercial. They'd be oh, like, but that make but <laughs> Yeah, because that's, that's, how, that's how games work. Sometimes it will work perfectly and sometimes it won't work at all. Um, but yes. And
0: we are here talking about like the american television comedy community a show which was made to like sell tampons right it was like this show only exists and has 110 episodes so well not tampons specifically like it's made to sell potato chips and it's made to sell cars and it's made to like it's yeah it is i mean it's got commercial breaks baked into it no it is a commercial product television (laughs) only exists to sell you. i remember
1: the honda episode but it's made to sell cars i'm confused no uh
0: yeah they were trying to sell you, you know, girl, uh, black, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, well, like, we're here talking about a show that we love, right? But television only exists to move product. It Like, it is the most commercial industry short of commercials. It is literally like, we have baked in every third of an episode. <laughs> like, here's five minutes of ads, and that's not even including the plot lines on community that are about selling you products <laughs> from right. two different companies. Yeah. yeah. Although, and, and to all the, the Sony products that are on this, this episode,
2: show. they do a very straight, the way that they advertise for subway internally in the show, very weird. They make a lot of choices that I would borderline say aren't exactly advertising positively for subway. And yet, (laughs) yet.
0: this is the most effective advertising I've ever seen. Like, I have such a fond... When I walk by a Subway sandwichery, I'm like... Oh, you gave me community like,
2: I'm, I'm literally <laughs> thank you <laughs> subway I don't, you don't think of subway as giving uh, you don't think of community as giving you subway you think of subway as providing community right? right giving them money to make their show I just can't stop thinking about the line Leonard says where he's like I'm taking everything except for onions and olives
0: great joke great joke great joke. <laughs> it's
2: good it's good <laughs> format it's a nice structure it's yeah I, I, is community that, is hook does that count as a pun
1: no. What I don't pun? think
0: so. It's wordplay.
1: Yeah, I like, don't think it's a pun.
2: Race. I, I'm, I say it
1: again. Yeah. Hang on. I'm the authority on this. Okay. Oh, okay.
2: So Leonard, go when everybody's in chaos. <laughs> right. Runs uh-huh. up to the subway, uh, the 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 display case that's been sh- been shattered, and everybody's looting subways condiments, if you will. Says, "I'll have everything except onions and olives." structurally presented as he's as if he was ordering a sandwich with everything on it except for onions and olives, but it's told within the physical context of him taking these materials. Does that wordplay qualify as a pun? No. What is art, no, Caleb? God damn it. Not a pun. Not a pun. Clever
0: wordplay, not a pun. Clever wordplay, <laughs> not a pun. What
1: is Damn it. Slams the pen down. <laughs> <Bonk>. <laughs> Shit. Oh, art sucks. I hate it.
0: Oh. <laughs> Fuck man. Did uh, I this get is of course Art. <laughs> uh this is of course Advanced Community Studies podcast where we watch the American television comedy show Community one or two episodes at a time. Uh, we are also the premier podcast in the Yahoo Screen Podcasting Network. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I am one of your hosts, TV's Kevin Lanigan, and no one can prove whether or not I made out with Starburns at Neil's Blacklight party. <laughs>
2: yeah. I love it. Oh, man. Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Jayce. I use they, them pronouns, and uh, I just gotta let you know,
1: I also got screwed in the biology room. <laughs> 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 I'm the daddy host, and it's my birthday. Um <laughs> Day. You're listening to this a solid week and a half after my birthday, but when we recorded this on the 15th, twas my birthday.
0: was my birthday. Uh, all right, yeah. so uh, we've just, uh, Caleb has a hard out. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so have my have first we... <laughs> ever
1: hard out. You guys don't have to stop the podcast when I sure. leave, but I have a hard but... out because family wants the happy birthday to me weird <laughs> uh rude then how do they I, like, in, an hour 45 minutes let's go <laughs>
0: do it we do let's go power through Chase,
1: did you say you
0: yeah <laughs> uh, all right then we're going to we're going to speed round this he said 40 minutes into a record where they talked about the very nature of art um
1: <laughs> i want uh, kev i hope you understand me as a human and know that i wanted to say what i this i wanted to give you the hard out news first but when I come into a podcast and y'all are talking about things that I am emotionally invested in, I Understood. must address those emotions no, that first. A, no, no that absolutely. Was it was a good ass conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it was.
2: It something was... heady for
1: once instead of bullshit. Right. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. Uh, like, we didn't I argue Spider-Man, over the validity. We're gonna be wearing this in the next movie. And we're like, Ken, oh, we yeah, didn't yeah, argue over the validity of ketchup.
0: <laughs> right exactly no 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 i'm not i'm not upset i'm not i'm not like mad i just i think it is worth pointing out um i thought we were going to talk about uh jean favreau's chef but we'll save that for another time that's another uh,
1: time we'll have to talk an... we will have How to talk that that's another... to this now i'm intrigued uh, i love no that no mystery, no we,
0: that was that was predetermined and then we talked that was about predetermined
1: kev reviewed chef and i commented on it and he was like we must talk about it is television. uh
0: Love it is movie. the most uh meta film of all time, shall we? <laughs> uh just just fucking take the script of Chef. F- find and replace food with movie. <laughs> it's an autobiographical piece. Uh anyway. Um let's let's uh brief brief social media shout out here uh to to the a new podcast called the Meta Meta Podcast, which is a podcast about <laughs> all of the community podcasts. Um,
2: no way. They, <laughs> what? That's yeah amazing?
1: and they they review quarantine people have too much time <laughs> yeah exactly um
0: when quarantine ends a lot of pods will fade off and that's okay that's like it's a natural part of life and you need it as a social outlet i get it um
1: that's funny. They
0: reviewed us as part of their first episode and they said very very nice things. One of them said we were their favorite. Um they said it was like hanging out with friends and a nice like casual conversation. So we fooled them. We got them. We tricked them into thinking we were Plot friends. twist,
2: I hate um, all of you fuckers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We've done Kevin it. You Scorsese bootlicker. Um yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, <laughs> that was very nice, and I really appreciate that. So I'm about to so change my you. fucking
1: Twitter handle to Scorsese Bootlicker.
0: <laughs> I'm a fucking Scorsese boot. That guy makes good movies. I don't know if anyone's ever brought this up before. Uh, but let's let's get into our first episode all right, all right. of the evening. Let's do it. Shall it's we? Good. Uh, Season 3, episode 17, Basic Lupine Urology, directed by Rob Schraub, written by Megan Gans, another of those fucking A-teams, just like the A-team came out to play today, baby. This is Uh, such a memorable episode. Dude, so,
1: two things. One, the title itself, Lupine Urology Wolf- Penises. Yeah, Dick it's Wolf. It's a reference Dick to Wolf. Dick Wolf, the creator of Law and Order. uh Put oh, some I'm respect on his name. <laughs> yeah, you're like one what of what the. Does have to do with
2: wolves? Was <laughs> like, you're
0: Someone did like, have to explain it to the me. Root
2: word for what makes a root vegetable? Like, what is Latin for sweet yeah. potato?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Someone did have to explain it to me, and now I'm like, oh, I see, I see. Uh, Dick Wolf, sense. one of the uh <laughs> one of the top five. Uh, geniuses in the history of television, like oh, yeah. a truly someone who changed the game and understood the medium so well that he has had endless copycats to the Law and Order throne. It is a little fucked up that the show is named after <laughs> racist uh, Reagan policies, but uh, Law and Order—it's uh, an institution, baby. Wait, wait, how you, how you, many? You mean you
2: mean a show fundamentally providing propaganda? Pers- providing us a positive outlook on cops is copaganda,
0: cop-a-ganda. cop-a-ganda.
2: cop-a-ganda. <laughs> <laughs> i literally <laughs> look i too am hip to the word copaganda but i was making a point
0: i uh will acknowledge fully that law and order is out and out copaganda i will also say it's like the most watchable show you'll ever so, find it yo here. it's so
2: fucking good it's watchable. It's so it is fucking. literally like just get, grab you a six-pack and just go Kush!
0: I can watch. Oh, it is. Count it. It is so like it's. I've. I've. I'm so enamored with what I call hotel room TV. Like when you're like, I don't know. We have an hour until we have to leave, and you turn on cable, and you're like, Oh, an episode of Law and Order. Great.
1: <laughs> Perfect. You don't need you any see, prior you, context. You hear the first donk donk, and you're like, Oh, we're in. Set. Lean in <laughs> back. <laughs> And there was even a moment. There was even a moment I would border on saying that Criminal Intent, the one of the Law and Order spinoffs that was running the same time as SVU, the uh, D'Onofrio one, had D'Onofrio and then had uh, Jeff Goldblum in it. Yes. And like that run of Criminal oh, Intent is fucking incredible because that was yeah. when D'Onofrio came into his own, and that was when you got to see a Jeff Goldblum that was like not. His normal It was, was Goldbloom
0: like before his big comeback. Right. Um, right. it was it was Goldbloom who needed work. Uh, and I don't mean that disparagingly. Actor careers are fucking up and down. Um, and it was before he became That's like, oh, true. everyone's kind of weird, creepy Uncle Jeff Goldblum. Um, and, and now we're uh, like, damn, sexy Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, damn sexy Jeff Goldblum. And it's that is the it's. But it, like, it, y'all, it's good y'all, there was him. a
1: show on TV that had Vince D'Onofrio and Vin, and and Jeff Goldblum in it at the same time. And that this is before the not, rise. Yeah. This is that had the Grandmaster
0: like and Kingpin on at the same time. Yes, <laughs> team
1: Vincent is the guy that played. Have you watched uh, Daredevil on Netflix?
2: Yeah, he's Kingpin. Wilson Fisk, the big oh, watch uh, guy. Vonessa, oh, yeah. Kingpin. Vonessa. Yeah, so I've good. been. I need to finish so Daredevil. Good. I I fell behind. Season
1: two is missable, but season three has one of the best soliloquies given by a superhero. Where I shit you not. I shit you not daredevil calls job from the story in the bible job a pussy and it's fucking amazing it's, wow it's fucking i can't wait
2: amazing. To get to that wow jesus that's everything i needed Christ. to know to get me right back into daredevil
1: he just leans into a nun about how fucking hypocritical the bible is and i'm like oh my god a uh, catholic superhero doubting himself let's fucking go I love that. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: Daredevil, a man of dichotomies. That's his whole uh, character. Uh, yeah. Anyway, basic lupine <laughs> neurology, an episode length, um, it, law and order, homage, parody, pastiche. It's um, so good. They get the Chunk Chunks. They decide to make their own theme music, but they do license the Chunk Chunk. They also get it's, the uh,
1: the me. The medical examiner that looks at their yeah, the one is literally yeah. the woman who's been the Emmy on Law Order no since way. Oh, yeah. That's why she's yeah. so good at wondering, it. I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" This <laughs> fucking bro. I was well, like, "This so has to be she's fucking." Some Law Order for like twenty
2: years. I, right the way that they managed to nail tone right, like they literally. I mean, first of all, editing style was a. Perfect replication of it. Like, not just like similar. It was a perfect replication of the editing style. And then down to like line delivery, the way that they structured the script was different, but it still felt within character. The way that they were able to adequately like let Troy and Abed knowingly play into it, like they knew what was going on was just such a great, like, again, being the meta bridge that allows the audience. Oh my God. The thing that got me though. Upon watching it this time, and I've watched this episode several times, but in the intro, I realized it's the shortest shot. So all the other shots that they're doing are like, right, they take these typical shots and they put like a filter on it or they restructure it. But they actively took a new shot of a bunch of the Greendale – of the Greendale 7 walking in suits down the hallway Mm -hmm for like mm-hmm. two ah. seconds, mm-hmm. and they kind of and I saw it this time for the first time, and I lost it.
1: I was like, that is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. it's a Law & Order thing. It's crazy, and it goes, I think it speaks to what Kev was saying a second ago. <laughs> Dick Wolf is like a genius when it comes to making profitable TV, but also it maybe leans towards pointing also to that, like, Law & Order didn't do anything revolutionary. It just did one thing really good. And it didn't even do it really good in a way that people can't replicate it. Because literally anybody can fucking replicate it because it's a it's a it's a tent pole now. It is a foundation of procedural yeah. cop drama. Yes. And so like if you want to make a procedural cop drama, you have to try hard to distance yourself from Law and Order, not try to emulate what It set, law set order. the
2: foundation, like it universalized a show structure, you know? Similar yeah. to the way that like Grey's Anatomy basically
0: Shonda Rhimes, another fucking, like, undeniable one of the top five geniuses in the history of television. Like, Lucille Ball, Norman Lear, Shonda Rhimes, Dick Wolf, and, like, let's say Gary Marshall. Like, these are the undisputed, like, top of
1: the medium.
0: I don't watch Shonda
1: Rhimes' shows. My wife does. I will watch one episode and cry. She's a fucking genius. <laughs>
0: yeah, fucking, no, I mean, real. Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, Private Proud, like the Dynasty, How to Get Away with Murder. It's like all of these shows, they've ran for a hundred years each. She must be richer than God. She's a genius. Just straight up fucking genius. <laughs> it's
1: incredible. I think this episode of Community uh, is in my top it's in my upper echelon for sure. Absolutely. It's one of those, like, season three is full of so many episodes that I will go out of my way to find, right? I will go sure. out of my way to find the fucking uh, house party episode. I will go out of my way sure. to find fucking pillows and blankets. I'll go out of my way yeah. to find the third Chang or the first Chang dynasty. Like, there's so many cool. episodes in this season that are, oh, so good. And yeah, it's, it's, this episode fucking slaps. There's... Also, my mom and I watched Law and Order for years. Hmm. Um like it was her show, and so I watched it with her all the time. I was an SVU watcher weekly for oh, like the first safe. six years. When I was yeah, in SVU. college, my,
2: my current roommate and I, that's literally when like anytime we would hang out, we would just toss on SVU and just watch yeah. it. They and they've seen the like the every like... single episode
1: twice. Yeah, to the point where, like, when I find out Mariska Hargaday or Chris Maloney's are they're doing something new. I'm like, I got to watch that because they're my SVU peeps from when I was gotta 10. Got to watch Chris Maloney,
0: Wet right. Hot American Summer, baby. Oh, um, I love Wet Hot American Summer. No. One, of the, one of my favorite movies um, of all time. But that. SVU's oh, got fucking Ice-T. It's got fucking Sam Waterston. It's got fucking Chris Maloney. It's got oh, Sam Hargaday. I
1: forgot about Sam Waterston, too. That baby day
0: Sam Waterston.
1: Oh. He's so good. And he's in Newsroom, which is a Sorkin show. And I've already mentioned I'm a mm. Sorkin. I just oh.
2: – this episode's also really Jesse great. Jesse L. Like... Martin.
1: Yeah, keep going. Sorry. <laughs> but, I, I
2: mean go I feel off. like just you – y'all listing different people that have been in this show also just is like reminding me like they really pull every featured character that they've had in the series into this episode, right? You've got Todd. Yeah. we have got Vicky. We've got Neil.
0: Biology Professor Kane in his yes. final performance. Yeah. I
1: mean, like, little Star it, Burns. Star dude, Burns. Dude, fucking Michael Ironside shows up in this Michael Ironside. Michael Science Ironside is, is in this a episode. titan. <laughs> like, the homie shows up for a bit part to play. It's it. so good. How do we
0: know he's not a Holocaust denying 9 11 pedophile?
2: Withdrawn. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Withdrawn. Oh my God! There's so many fucking excellent back and forths.
2: Withdrawn. Withdrawn. <laughs> <Yeah>. Withdrawn. <laughs> it's so good.
0: Allison okay. Bree is my fucking standout of this episode. She and uh, when she's job in this structure. Oh uh, uh, uh. yeah.
2: Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> How do you sound just like her, Kevin?
0: <laughs> I have uh, watched a lot of Community in my time, uh, and uh, I this is I w- I will say. Uh, one of my favorite, like, Jeff and Annie pairings, because it doesn't get all fucking weird about it. They have a good repartee as, like, very different characters, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, a man's got to the... have a code. <laughs> or <laughs> I assume there's a female equivalent of that, a codette. codette. <laughs> oh, my God. We also
1: no, get the like callback to two episodes ago, or not even two episodes ago, the end of season two? Before Shirley has her baby? It's referenced. It's hinted a little bit that Neil has a thing for Vicky. Yeah, it's hinted, and mm-hmm. then like this is where we get the like I did it for love like incredible line delivery. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, complete it. complete derailment. My one of my favorite like not shots scenes is the like outdoor New York alley scene they recreate in like a between building on campus keep oh, the yeah. change
0: you know and what keep the hot dog
1: <laughs> when, when jeff buys the hot dog and then gives it back a it's cameo so too good. like everyone's in this episode
0: magnifique so magnitude
1: <laughs> where
0: they yes! do a perfect magnitude joke where abed sums up everything magnitude just said and the magnitude says pop, pop. pop, pop. beautiful <laughs> beautiful <joke. laughs>
2: um it's so good oh, an exquisite
0: man. joke yeah no, uh, but Shirley is not, also like excellent and you know what happened? Yeah, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I just want... Yvette is excellent in this episode uh, as well.
1: well, the fact that she, oh like, God, literally references... Day? I watch a lot of law... T- I watch a lot of criminal TV. <laughs> all
0: right, I need to set up a perimeter, or it's campus for witnesses. Oh, wow. so all,
2: right, stay, all, right. all right, tell them the thing that uh, Shirley told you to say. All right, you, you're, you... <laughs> what is that whole monologue you have the you right to do to whatever you want <laughs> Miranda, <right? laughs>
1: hang on i'll find it because it's really fucking
2: good. <laughs> so good meanwhile i'm thinking of like they use the fish tank as the imitation two-way glass and then <laughs> that you just see say i go knock 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 and then they come go. Up, and the starburst goes i can see and hear you <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, this exactly. is probably all the best. To be screwed in the biology room. <laughs> this
0: one, this one will never um, get in my upper echelon just because I like a little heart and and kind of sadness with my community. But it is indisputably one of the funniest fucking episodes of this show. Like. Just pound for pound, beat for beat, there's so many classic fucking lines and bits and back and forths in this episode. That's Megan Gans, baby. That's Megan Gans.
2: I feel like this is one of those episodes where if someone was like, I've never seen Community, and you're like, eh, let me pick, like, a couple episodes to show you, this would be a really great one to be like, you don't need to know anything that's going on. Here is this episode, and you'll get, like, a Here's some idea. good jokes, yeah. It's not quite like – oh, this is a reference. It's not quite like Blink in Doctor Who where you could just show someone Blink and they'd be like, oh, okay, this is Doctor Who and it doesn't affect, like, grand arc of anything. 100%. 100%. But it's kind of got that vibe. The only reason I wouldn't make it literally uh, a Blink kind of episode is because it is one of the pastiche episodes. So you wouldn't get the initial tone of what Community is most of the time, but you'd also get the idea – that they do pastiche episodes.
0: I would show this to them.
1: It's it's not a pastiche in that it's like a a special theme episode. Mm -hmm. So I think this is why it plays particularly well to your point, Jace, is that like the other pastiche episodes, you're like, what the fuck is this show about? And while Uh this doesn't dissuade that specific thought, this is Uh an obvious (laughs) law and order reference. And you Mm -hmm. can infer from a show comfortable enough with its own group to make a version of their show that is just a different show mm-hmm. like that just means this show has fun with its cast
2: exactly as and opposed fun- to like showing up
1: during the fucking right. and it's still, <laughs> it's
2: still about
0: a class it's still about a class at a school right, right, right. it
2: fundamentally gives you this episode probably does the best job of letting you know every person at greendale pretty to, much like, an Very identifiable cool. extent. Like, you get... After watching this episode, you can be like, I get who Shirley is, I get who Troy is, I get who Abed is, I get yeah. who Britta is, I get who Jet... Like, I get...
1: You get which every the, magnitude. Yeah. Like, you yeah, get which is essential to, like... Which is essential to that Dick Wolf Law and Order formula is, like... This needs to be so readily uh, digestible and transparent that if you are Kevin in a hotel room with an hour to kill, you can flip on an episode right. and understand everyone's motivations, what they're going yep. to do in a certain situation, even though they've watched this for 15 minutes. Like here's which is interesting because it also doesn't it doesn't also feel like everyone's just em- emotional strings exposed. It's a really ah. it's an it's an art. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's its, it's, its, its own
0: kind of a, a skill and an expertise and shows that can do this really well like fucking let's say white collar you know like oh i can pop on any episode of white collar and fundamentally understand everything that's happening uh white collar good show uh perfect hotel room show i'm not going to sit down and binge white collar but if white collar's Fair on sure. in the hotel room um i'll chill yeah character's welcome character usa character uh suits uh, Chase, to, royal
1: pains give you that line it is todd jacobson you have the right to do whatever you want nothing you can say or do can be used against you by anyone but we'd really like it if you came with us please and thank you yeah,
2: it's so good good bit. So nice. good, bit. Oh, good oh oh another one of my favorites uh is, is it britta
1: enhancing the photo <laughs>
0: Make
2: it
1: oh.
0: old west color.
1: That <laughs> shit fucks me up every time. <laughs> no, it's I think
2: of. I mean, y'all know me. It's all about Troy and Abed for me. Literally, when um, <laughs> where Abed goes like, ah, and then Troy goes, "Sorry about that." He's been on it on edge ever since we switched. And it takes you a second to realize that they
0: flipped the good switch. Cop good cop back up. It's so good. Beautiful, so and the way they just this little thing as they like fade into the background the way they like point at each other and
1: like That's snap at point. each other <laughs> it's so good oh i
0: love them so it's good. a great bit uh a
1: passing grade <laughs> like a c why don't i just get pregnant at a bus station <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's a, this is a classic, but honestly, this might be like the greatest Annie episode. Of, it's really. Of, of uh, I think
2: you're going to say that until we get to a similar episode for Anna. A- Anna. 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 Hello? We
0: what? love I Hannah had, too. I a stroke. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh
2: stroke. The ass crack bandit episode where they kind of like this and they kind of play it up to being like seven right you know like yeah
0: eight. ass crack bandit is an episode i like more i think this episode is a better showcase of Alison brie comma comedy actor it's just personal taste all right uh even if i like the ass crack bandit more but that's just like i love fincher so if you're gonna like fucking take the f- shit out of fincher like
1: <laughs> hell yeah
0: sounds <laughs> great um, that rules, actually. Oh, you're going to parody Zodiac, one of the best movies of the 2000s? Cool, sounds good. You're here for it. Um,
1: I threw off the grading table anyway. so she wouldn't have to go to summer school and we could finally have sex in my parents' cabin. Yeah, <laughs> I <it>. for love! Love, <laughs>
0: Love, Neil. Uh, love, uh, love all the little Law & Order shit, like the John Mulaney bit where they're always, like, moving crates and stuff. They have Neil, like, moving folders and shit. It's just, it's all, it's just all this, uh, and that's, Megan Gans will be the first person to tell you they're, like, a Law & Order obsessive. They, like, begged to, to get and do this episode. Um, and it fucking paid off. It's, it's, it's certainly very good. one of it's the very best good. parodies. It's also one of these aired. great
2: episodes that I, I mean, I am a sucker for any episode that when you watch it a second time, you catch something new fundamentally about what happens. And when you go in watching it, knowing spoilers, fucking Neil, right? When you go in knowing that and you see Neil at the, and you know, understand, you understand his role and you see how, while he's moving those papers, uh, and like the way that he's acting you know it's it, there's small details that are really great and like just great performances by oh my god what's his yeah, name yeah charlie great. coons yeah charlie coons oh my god yeah. How did it's I the it's the that?
1: law and Order you. it's the law and order formula come back to haunt us again because we can't talk about this episode of course without talking about it but like with the the foundational the format the formative moments of every law and order episode is a plethora of suspects yeah. And by and- the end of the episode, it is a game played by married couples, friends, party gatherings, to be the person who guessed it from the beginning. And so, like, this episode gives you Starburns and mm-hmm. Todd and Neil. And, like, somebody watched this too. the first time with some friends and went, I knew it was Neil. And everyone at that party said, you're full of shit. <laughs> but that's how these right. Shows, right, right, that, right, that's right, how right, these right. shows work yeah yep.
0: i love that I oh that's so the much. boiled yams uh yeah boy yam boiling is the icicle stabbing of <laughs> whatever the fuck that, <laughs> um, that line i mean
2: is. honestly also a very well executed plot twist
0: yeah right? it's legitimately they, surprising the first time like, you see it
2: because like you're like well yes technically they did figure out who dropped the yam but then it's like but there's more yeah i remember first time i saw this but i was like more to oh it. shit that's that's cool. That a classic a Law and Order very twist. Cool and
0: twist. Yeah. And on top of all of that, you have Michael K. Williams doing his iconic, like Omar from The Wire, <laughs> shit. Okay. A man's gotta have a code. Um. And and if this is gonna be Michael K. Williams' final episode of Community, then I think pretty okay one to go out on. Probably. Yeah. 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 Air, oh, water I remind you, Mister Winger, piece. this is not a courtroom. Uh. Anyway.
2: <laughs> I loved that moment. Just taking the typical, like, mar- this is a courtroom, not a not a circus or, you know, uh, that. Oh, my God. Or even just Todd being, like, when Todd is, like, gets off because he, like, just admitted, but he still is, like, not the one. That- when he goes, oh! <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, like, man. It's so
1: good. Just, or just Annie's, like, rem- like, teary pucker up. Disarm the IED that is. <laughs> like, what's the <laughs> heck? It's so good. It's so good.
0: Uh funny fucking episode. I've watched it like twice this week.
2: Might
1: watch
0: it again after we wrap up here.
2: I <laughs> might make my roommate watch it because they love SVU and I don't think they've ever seen community. I oh, might have to a good do one. that after
1: that. This, might be right. your in. That might be their That might there. be, be in. their in, honestly. That might be their like, oh shit. We yeah. might have to watch this, this is show. Mm, interesting.
0: <laughs> and then if they like that one, I would say go back and do like comparative religion, the Christmas fight episode, or like the billiards episode, like a nice here's everyone's dynamic episode. If they like the law and order one, that is just to uh, be my personal record.
2: I mean, they also might, depending on how they are, they, they tend to get like, if they really like something, they might be like, oh, shit, I'm into this. At which point I'd be like, chapter one.
1: <laughs> the pilot.
0: With
1: <laughs> felt like, uh, pretentious British soft upper lip, too. Chapter one.
0: Chapter yeah. one. Pilot. Precisely. <laughs> Shall we uh, segue on? Yay. Yes. Yes. Uh, season three, episode 18, course <laughs> listing, unavailable, uh, directed by Tristram Shapiro, written by Tim Saccato. Uh In the wake of Starburn's death, uh, the school eventually erupts into a riot, which is quelled by uh, Chang's executive power uh, as the Greendale Seven are expelled. <laughs> this is an excellent, hilarious episode about how systems will yield themselves over to authoritarianism for the sake of security, and how, when that security ultimately makes them worse, they will ultimately side with the oppressor and not the oppressed. can you <laughs> episode please, of Community.
1: Please say crush the rebellion with that accent.
0: Crush the rebellion. I want that <laughs> rebel scum beneath my boot heel. I want to be roasting that rebel scum over the fire by dinner time. My boys deserve
1: our ample supper. I have had my Star Wargasm. That uh, I would.
0: Um. I would. Lo- no. I just sounds like the, a Star The, War, the doesn't first it? part
1: of it was for sure. <laughs> right. So I could do Kevin probably.
0: If they wanted to do like General Hux's cousin <laughs> of the First Order, <laughs> uh, I would happily play that part. I would happily. Hey, General,
1: play. you got space <laughs> for it in Mando? You'd be Commander Shucks.
0: <laughs> yeah, Commander oh, shucks. shucks. Oh Shucks! Well, you know.
2: You know. Commander Shucks has to die just for somebody to go. Oh Shucks.
1: No yeah, one, I'm the guy, no I suck so hugs. bad at
0: being in the <laughs> Empire, I'm trying to, like, do British space Nazi, like, shit into the mirror, and then when it's, like, time to say it, I'm like, "Black uh, I'm sorry, sorry.
1: It's <laughs> just, is not me?
0: I'm, so- is it me? Do you not just like me? Um, yes. Your <laughs> obedience to that ancient religion, Darth. Uh, yeah, I'd be, <laughs> please, send me to space. yeah uh, <laughs> All right,
2: hey,
1: you get to you get to do it with Bill Burr. that would be great.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. If he gets to keep his Boston accent, I can do a preposterous British accent.
1: Does he keep his Boston accent? It's not. Yeah, oh, he's like
0: oh, oh fucking Mandalorian.
1: Was it Daisy? Daisy Ridley doesn't she also keep her British accent? Yeah. Well, she does. Yeah, but Finn wasn't allowed to because Finn wasn't allowed storm, to because <laughs> a British stormtrooper sounds like shit. It does. It doesn't sound no, he
2: good. He talks about it on the Graham Norton show, and it's yeah, hysterical. He, he goes, I'm
1: coming to save you He's like, didn't I'm work. I'm coming to save you He's <laughs> just like, does, doesn't work. It doesn't, doesn't work. work. No. It
0: doesn't, doesn't work. work. Uh, doesn't work. John Boyega, one of the more flawless uh, American accents. Pretty, I like, pretty serious. I like that guy. Yeah, really I, I,
2: would put, I would say it was uh, John, John Boyega and... Um,
0: uh, John Boyega, Margot Robbie, who is... Where, where's
1: Margot Robbie from? She's in Australia. Shut uh, up. You have you around? heard Margot Robbie actually talk? I... I guess it's, I have it. It's fucking thick, dude. Yeah. She's fucking like good. Watch orzum. her episode yeah.
0: of Hot Ones where she has to eat spicy uh, chicken wings. Oh, it's I'm gonna an watch excellent episode. Now. Tom Holland um, also does a great American accent. Tom Holland. And I also just rewatched uh the twenty nineteen Little Women, uh, which is oh, almost like... entirely British actors no, it's doing entirely American British accents. Actors uh Almost. <laughs> uh, there's a couple Americans in there, but sarah like Ronan, Timothy? incredible American accent. Florence Pugh, is, is incredible Is Little American
1: Women accent. with a British Accent just a Jane Eyre novel?
0: Correct. Yeah. It's okay. just a Jane Austen it novel. It's
1: just Pride yeah. and Prejudice or Serendipity or. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. All right. Wow. No, serendipity.
0: Good it's, pull. It's, it's <laughs> Thanks. Women. Thanks.
1: I grew up with a single mom. So oh, okay. um oh okay. Chick okay, okay. my shit.
0: <laughs> I get you. Hey, that fucking Keira Knightley, Pride and Prejudice. That'll light a fire. I haven't on there,
1: watched guys. that one, but I've watched the BBC one with Colin Firth in it, which is okay, like well, 5 hours long. Yeah,
0: if you if you think that one's okay, just watch like the Keira Knightley one and you'll be like, "Oh, I understand why this book is good." Um anyway, <laughs> this episode Did of the
1: Community, 5 hours of convolution wasn't good.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh watch the watch the Kiran Nightly one. It's on Netflix right now. Uh Ooh, anyway. okay. Hold. community <laughs>
1: uh,
0: the the, the death
1: of right, let the, me interrupt the... you one more time kev we've thought briefly about what we're gonna do when we're done with community content and if the last four episodes have been any indication we should just talk for an hour every week it doesn't matter we'll talk what about. about fucking anything <laughs> it <laughs> we'll doesn't matter about about. anything we could we could even yeah i mean shit yeah. But let's not get on that yep. tangent now. Kevin was going to say something that was productive and actually like on No, no, no.
0: It's okay. um so this is the finale, the temporary finale of Alex Starburn's Osborne. Uh Dino Stamatopoulos is we're a, is a friend of Dan Harmons. but He's not really an actor. Uh he kind of just like did the first Starburn's appearance as a favor and sort of like kind of, you know, like okay, great, like nice paycheck, get to see my friend Dan, not crazy about being on camera all the time. Uh he went from having fake star burns to just shaving his facial hair to look like stars so that it was just there when they needed it. That's insane. Which is I an didn't incredible he did it in commitment. Real life. <laughs> incredible commitment to craft. Um and I feel like at this point everyone is feeling like Dan Harmon will not be back for further community if there is indeed further community so why not allow your friend to kill you off for a plot point you know what I mean why not yeah, yeah. let let yourself be written off the show in a spectacular way um, and I always forget how fucking funny the first half of this episode is where like Britta is doing therapy with the study group and, and <laughs> like glues the stars to her face uh, <laughs> and Pierce is like where's my comb and she's like I don't know and he's like that's that's, yes, that's <laughs> him. Um, and that fucking one of my favorite winger and Britta back and forths where she keeps oh, saying yeah. like if you need my expert not expert uh, opinion the doctor not even close is in I uh, my license, license.
1: license. you're I'm not licensed. licensed I'm licensed <laughs> My services is a grief um, counselor, grief causer. <laughs>
0: one of the one of the great Brita and Winger back and forths. Uh, I, I love that one. Uh you get great, like the dean deciding to pick out a fancy outfit um you the <laughs> can, beginning can with <laughs> um it's, oh god there is this fucking bit that donald glover does at the beginning of this episode i'm wondering if you know what i'm talking about that the first time i watched this with a group of people in college we melted um when he says how one-armed was he and he starts walking oh, yes. his arm up and, get, and he just gets more and more excited. Like, and then Adam's like his other arm. He's like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's so
2: fucking good. No, that's a br- that is a, a brilliant
0: bit. If we rub it, is he gonna come out and do celebrity impressions? No, then I want it gone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> then I want it gone.
0: <laughs> just like an endless. By the time I finish the
1: sentence, a hundred people will have died in China. Troy's like, why did you stop oh, oh, oh,
2: talking? Yeah.
1: Why did you stop talking? By May? By May? I have to call my pen pal.
0: <laughs> so many fucking good bits. And it's not like it stops being funny once we get to like the wake and the riot, but it definitely becomes like plot at that point. Whereas the first half of the episode is just like liquid jokes. We're just, we're fucking carousing through the first half of this episode. Yeah. Um,. And then they have to think of a reason why there would be uh, the first of many Greendale riots, <laughs> the first of several times uh-huh. the the student body erupts uh, on the Greendale campus.
2: They really broke some shit, like
0: they fucked which, some shit up. They, they broke you know, like, that Subway sandwich were like.
2: Saying, they were we
0: like skelter, skelter. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, so good. Just yeah. the amount of glass that breaks in this episode, I was like, whoa. I know. Yep.
0: Yeah. And then you already mentioned the great Leonard bit with the onions and olives. Oh. Oh, um, so
1: good. exceptional okay.
0: joke. Uh, and again we get to see how uh systems of power always side with the power. Uh <laughs> oh My god, Ben Chang's fucking crayon written document kills
2: me. It's it it just it's not it's not even like innately like laugh out loud funny. It's just like it makes perfect sense i feel like i would love to talk to some of the folks that we've talked to in other episodes because like i'm like was that in the script or was that just the props people just crushing it again yeah Yeah, it could be i feel like something like
0: that is in the script even though the props people kill it with hundreds of excellent like background shit and and have to like Improv- do a star burns memorial so you blow up pictures of Alex and then also pictures of his lizard <laughs> uh, as part of the memorial and on the RIP star they've made a little like a paper lizard to go on there just like that's the beautiful props department shit mm-hmm. this
1: season's uh, also we've mentioned it before but this season's very good about like picking things up that have been dropped in and either previous portions of the season or like previous seasons even with the whole Neil and Vicky thing but, like, we're yeah. six episodes removed from the bar mitzvah where Chang, like, realizes, like, oh, what Child if they soldier. were bullies? And then she's, Chang, like, she's, like a movie impersonator. Yeah. Is, like, what if I replace the, oh. And, like, that's not acted on for long enough that, like, if you're watching this show sequentially for the first time, you're going to be Very like, bad. oh, shit. Oh, shit. He's actually going to take over the school. When it happens, you're like, that's okay. And then they ignore it for five, five full fucking episodes. It's, this show does that every once in a
2: while where it really, like, it's, it's that question of, did they really set this up ahead of time, or did they just really take advantage of stuff that they did as a bit?
1: This time. Which, one, which, which, which one's the noir, I might have missed that episode recording with y'all. Which one's on. the noir Chang episode? No, that's episode three. This yeah, is, it's this three. is a long time in the making, y'all. Like, right. Like, Chang we being are... crazy and insecurity
2: and then with the uh the, the 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 um Model UN episode
0: too yeah exactly the Model UN episode where like Mel Rodriguez does that great monologue about how every security guard lusts for power <laughs> and, and the brains of a <laughs> protester on the end of his baton um and it has led exactly to this moment where whether intentionally or not i think community is doing a good job of commenting on how people in these positions always lust for more power and more blood um and and it, it again who knows how intentional it is but i think it works either way as yeah. far as earlier jace your um your question about how much of this is planned it is like a mixture so like when you do it the first be. pillow and blanket fort you don't necessarily know that you're going to do one the next season but season 3 in particular they were like, okay, our ratings are dick. So, what if we made this a really serialized season? So, yeah. we have the, the air conditioner repair school, the darkest timeline. Um, I mean, you also the have ben two Chang seasons Pi. of
2: content to kind of pick from, to play with at that point, right. too, you know?
0: Yeah. Right. And so, this season, they were trying to do this serialized narrative thing. Um, while also taking elements from previous. So like when you do the Glee Club joke the first time in the fake flashback episode, you don't know that you're going to pay that off, but it's there and now you have it. Whereas like, no, they knew they were going to turn Chang into uh, a dictator uh, Mm -hmm. throughout this season. That was, that was a plan. That was
2: their Um, grand arc, their major arc.
1: This is a fun uh, episode. The obvious
0: end point from (laughs) a community college Spanish teacher. (laughs) <laughs> who could not have foreseen we all knew it was coming <laughs> from that first episode
1: yeah he's a mess from the beginning
2: i mean also i'm thinking about this now like just the fact that they take this and they turn it into a heist episode too is oh fabulous i'm just now realizing i'm like does dan Harmon like has just a fabulous relationship with heist episodes like you know i'm thinking even like rick and morty like the heist episode to end all heist <laughs> episodes Mm -hmm. Just, like, wild, wild stuff. Um, I think
1: a a good heist is, like, a good mystery. Because I guess it is a mystery if you tell it right. Like, you have to bury the lead so deep that when it's eventually found, you assume that it's a red herring because surely the lead has been found before this. And, like, it's one of the reasons why Knives Out is so good. It's one of the reasons why... Uh Uh Soderbergh's first Oceans movie is very good. The second one's okay. The third one's not great. Um, The
0: second one is great. They don't heist anything, is the issue. Like, they never heist anything in Oceans 12, which is a bold choice. 13 is like fun, but 13 comes out one year before the 2008 financial crash, and it feels like the most one year before a crash movie ever made. It's about phenomenally rich people playing pranks on each other. Like the goal of that movie is not to ruin a man. It's it's to it's so he gets four stars out of instead of five. Like it's just the most like money wasting enterprise (laughs) of all time, but it is also a fun movie. (laughs) So uh, anyway, they're all three worth watching and they're all three on Netflix. Um, oh, I didn't I, I saw Ocean's Eleven at a drive-in for my birthday this year because Aww. going to movies was not an option. Uh, and Ocean's yeah, Eleven sure. was playing, and I said, "Fuck yeah, that movie rules!
1: The movie fucking rules!" Yeah. Um, and and I think that Harmon is enamored by like doing that well, and I think that he does it well each time he does it. So oh, we'll get to 100%. we'll get to the first Shang Dynasty, but that is also in the season, as I've said, laden with episodes that you want to go find. Mm-hmm. when you're in a hurry and we'll have 30 minutes to watch community that chain the, the, the first Shane dynasty's yeah um
0: working. so daddy host we have reached your out yes um before you go uh do we want to just power through the end of uh community season 3 and then we'll start the witcher like the next couple weeks we'll finish out the season and then do witcher
1: sure yeah, okay. we've got what? We've Since got... we're
0: so close, we'll have two more records of Community Season 3. So we might yeah. as well just, like, finish that out, do our Witcher, and then we'll come, come back, back with on Season 4 for the Season league. 4, yes. exactly. Which will be, I think, entertaining would... programming. I think that will <laughs> yeah. be...
1: And I can tell y'all and everybody listening that by the time you listen to this, I will have another child who's uh, out of a womb.
0: Oh, my goodness. My wife is due,
1: uh, Amanda is due a week from tomorrow.
0: So oh even if
1: she's two days late, like she was with my daughter, that would be Friday, the day y'all are going to get this. But we've we've worked it out. We're not going to have any issues with me recording. If anything, if anything, next time I record, I will have to talk a little quieter because I will have a, a small human here that I will pick up and show those <gasps> oh, just wait, just wait. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, Kevin.
2: Well, that will be
0: that will be nice. Um, and anyway, uh, you know, if you need to miss a couple weeks because of the yeah. bambino, I understand. The bambino. <laughs> do you want bambino. my
1: my bambino. childish bambino? Childish bambino. Oh.
0: What a great ending.
2: Can we? Do you want to try and do a a quick rank? I, I feel like there's not too much. The, There's not too much to be said about this episode other than like really great payoff for a lot of stuff. (laughs) Solid episode. I think we hit it. Chaos. Chang bribes the council with a bunch of cookies. Big surprise. They're a bunch of skis balls. We've known that.
0: Return Um, of the school board, guys. I love them. They are my favorite guys. Rusty Bucket. Rusty (laughs) Bucket. Rusty Bucket. We know Richie got into them. I did. I did. Uh, Funny guys. Love them. Uh, do we want to sneak in a quick rank? We'll do the episode ranks, and then Jason and I will do the the tag ranks if that works for you, Daddy Host.
1: Yeah, sure, for sure. Okay. Uh,
0: so first up, our Law and Order episode. Let's start with another uh, parody Jeff and Annie slash Troy and Abed episode: conspiracy theories, Ooh. interior design. Uh, For me, this is not going to be as good as that, but which it's one's a good the Calligraphy again. Annie's pen. <clears throat> the, pen ep- the, the bottle, bottle episode? episode. Oh, and then comparative religion is which one? Uh, when they have a fight. It is hard to come up with another word. <laughs> uh great episode.
2: And then physical education is uh, pool, right? Pool, billiards. Yeah, yeah,
1: billiards. I am biased. This episode's my like. This is really up there for me. On uh, this episode's wow. like my okay. Okay.
0: wow. You're so eight. I You're
1: bumping
2: say-
0: modern warfare.
2: Okay. Okay. I would actually put this one just. Um, it's my nine. It's my nine. I was gonna say I would put it below Modern Warfare, above Physics. Just
1: taking eight and nine, I would watch it before PE, but I would watch Modern Warfare first. Exactly what? Exactly. exactly what Jace just said.
2: Okay. <laughs> well, exactly I am the reasoning too. You just exactly why I would put it there. Too. I am
0: completely solidly outvoted, so it it does not does <laughs> not matter. Uh, it's fine. I'm chill. Um, 17. This will make the listeners very happy because people love this episode, even though it's not like my number one. So, this will make people happy. No,
2: this is definitely a top 10 at this point. Like, if we're
1: talking PE and it's like ability to have like Pierce just crushing the one liner game, love it. Basic Lupine Neurology is like an episode full of everybody else doing that. Everybody getting one
2: liners. It is very.
1: It's very funny. It's very good.
0: I won't. I'm. I'm not angry. I'm not. I'm not mad about it. Good because so if you were, would, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> this is also true. I would have to die mad about it, <laughs> as, uh, as they Stay say. mad,
2: motherfucker. Uh,
0: let's see. And then uh, course listing unavailable. This is going to be a little bit further down for me. Um, down. I'm going to say below beginner pottery.
2: It's a good episode, but. I- yeah, yeah I think it's definitely pottery, beginner below beginner pottery. It's it, there's like a like a memorable oh yeah. vibe to it that this one doesn't. No, have I was it. I was
0: definitely going to keep going. Um, and this is not a bad episode, a but day day like I'm time looking time. at aerodynamics of gender, secret trampoline like quality. Wow, like, secret aerodynamics
2: trampoline. of gender <laughs> yeah. is at forty two.
0: Yeah, like the Mean Girls plot of that is not excellent. I and know, but the, that's such a good. Episode. But there's so oh many. That's the races. Right, like <laughs> that part. It's it's the same thing with this episode where it's like, boy, the great parts are great, and then there's some of it that I don't really care about as like an as an episode. It needs to happen, but it's not. It's not. It's not uh, my my personal taste. Um, but I think we're in the right zone here. Uh, wow. for me. Which, Although which oh drug play is forty three and y'all oh, love drug play. It's
2: below drug play for me. hundred
0: percent. Sure. Thank you for that. Which one's
1: bio, bio. On the one? That's bio oh, season three episode man. one. That's like the the intro to Michael Kenneth Williams as the biology and teacher. John Goodman. It is
0: it opens Jeff with the musical getting, number yep. it
1: Jeff getting monkey gas bombed. <laughs> taking doing, an axe to the table.
0: Doing a Kubrick. Um <laughs> all right let's uh number which 51
2: one's, which one's custody law and eastern european diplomacy
0: that's the one with luca the eastern european guy that makes hats out of baby
2: you know what i'm gonna go on a limb and say that this is the new 47 i think it's just above that one and just below foosball and nocturnal vigilantism if only for the animated section between jeff and shirley
0: i'm probably about there caleb what are you hitting
1: yeah at? that works that works I, <laughs> um, i'm trying to think what happens in this episode that i find myself going after uh and i stand by what was said before the first half's a rolling tide of good but the last half's like all right yeah end an episode. All right, we need we
0: need this to happen for yeah
1: yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's episode. just and plot yeah. Is the Luca episode also the episode Jeff gets arrested, though? Yeah. Mm, that's better.
0: What yeah, is that, that better? is better. Um.
1: Jeff gets arrested <laughs> for Chang calling on him for kidnapping Shirley's kids.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, man. and, and yeah. you
1: have the great line given by Shirley's husband... Uh, after Jeff goes, did you know you could? Not that that's I guess, it's not his line, it's just his response. Jeff goes, I did crafts. Did you know you can make us an ashtray out of a cigarette and a snitch's forehead? And Andre, without hesitating, goes, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Shirley yeah. looks at him like, um, What?
0: Uh, yeah. It's very
1: good. It's, All right, is this better
0: or see. worse than the pilot? Is this better or worse than the pilot? Oh, that's, a good, that's a good metric. Oh, mm, oof. The pilot's pilots at 51. Good
2: lord. It's it's hard because the pilot is a good episode, but it's also like I think there's also a skew, and it's like it's the pilot. You know, there's an air about it, but like it's literally got a
1: name that's meant for development purposes. Like they didn't name it something because they didn't. They were like, we don't know if it's going to get picked up, so we're just making an episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that this is a. I think this is
0: just below the. Yeah. Pilot. Which one is politics? Yeah. Human Sexuality. That's the STD fair. Yeah. It's... I like that one. Shit. Which one's communication I like that studies? One. That is the one where they, where where Britta drunk dials Jeff, and then Jeff drunk dials
1: it's Britta. Not than that which ones? one's it, either.
2: Which ones? Adva- I know. I'm just tracking down advanced criminal law.
0: Uh, Britta's pool trial. Nope. Nope. Contemporary impressionists. That's the one where they're all impressionists. Yeah, it's better. Where <laughs> they do. Uh, no, this is is not better.
1: Oh, no, no, it's not better than the bar mitzvah. Hold on. No,
0: No. not not better than, uh, French Stewart as Vinny. (laughs) Competitive wine tasting. I
2: like
1: that
0: episode. Uh, Oh, this is better than that one. This is, that, that is the line. Competitive wine tasting. But
1: it's only because of Jeff's Pinot Noir joke. That's it. Yeah. So uh, then this is,
0: uh, number 56 then? Yeah, number 56. Course listing unavailable. It's not bad, it's just, you know...
2: It's, I mean, there's a lot of episodes. How many episodes have we ranked thus far? 67. Uh, 60. No way. Yeah, 67. We've watched
1: 67 episodes of this fucking show.
2: <laughs> yeah. Which
1: means we've done 40, 40 episodes of the podcast? 30. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. We've uh, done almost 40. Episodes? We're, bridging. we're 38. This is episode 38.
1: Remember when we started this? Not. We were like, Quarantine in... will be over in a few weeks. <laughs> Wait, we've done.
0: <laughs>
1: when did we start this? Are we coming up on an anniversary? We started uh, we, this on almost, yeah, our anniversary would be in March. We started this almost in, like, the same day as lockdown started getting implemented. April 2nd
0: was our first episode upload. April 2nd. So yeah. we recorded, like, last week of March or something like that. Yeah.
1: Whoa. I was fresh off quitting my job. <laughs> because Hell a- yeah. I trust y'all with the end tags. I love you all. And I have- love you. I have Happy birthday, mom, Daddy. I will be in the dog Happy birthday thank you it's today that I found out that I was going to earn the title of she is part man part pillow all <laughs> carnage <laughs> <laughs> love you I'll take it easy <laughs> bye.
0: love you bye bye. <clears throat> Now that that guy's
2: gone, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Flemmy, I don't know what happened. <clears throat> yeah. What are these these end tags? The first one is Troy and Abed in bunk beds, which is Troy and Abed love to dream
1: then. <laughs> <laughs> where he says, I'm
0: gonna steer. this thing's like I'm gonna you're gonna the wake up to staring be here, at you,
1: staring at you.
0: This one makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Where this would you one. put this one? Uh, just... It's not as good as Pierce poop rap. Let's okay. not let's not kid ourselves here. <laughs> wait, wait, we gotta um, go. to...
2: Where's slut now? That used to be my metric.
0: Oh, okay. Slut is twenty nine. Twenty nine.
2: Fuck. Is this funnier than slut? That's no a good question. No. Meh. Hmm. I just love slut so much. <laughs> slut! It's fun. <laughs> slut is funny.
0: It's good. I. Um, hmm. This this one's wholesome. I really like. It. I think it's cute. <laughs> And uh, Shirley's here for some reason. Shirley's never in the end tags. So I like that. That's true. Uh, let's actually go up a bit. Let's. Uh, Date with Secret Service. Another cute. Another cutie. Oh, I'm going to put this one just below Date with Secret Service. I like it. Because uh, I think
2: it might be. It's better than In the Morning with Starburns. But it's, it's not quite. Date with Secret Service. I love.
0: It's so cute. It's so then, cute.
2: And then we have the, uh, Starburns Memorial video, which... That song is a banger.
0: Starburns, burn the night sky <laughs> Oh, we, we didn't talk about it, but it, it, there's a, a fucking joke uh, that it makes my, me laugh in Starburns, like, video Will, where he's like, Yeah, I, I, too too much much, I leave it. my Sticks albums to too no too one, because that's life. who appreciates Sticks as much as me.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think, uh, Styx, uh... Fandom is the only music fandom nerdier than Rush. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh,
2: I think that, that I think that's an easy dynamic to to. to call out yeah i mean, I think they're that also probably the same guys made right? sticks joke about it being a nerdy band to want to stick. i at, uh
0: can i say i love sticks <laughs> can i just say that like sticks rules i don't have, have th-
2: any problems with sticks i don't think i know their music well enough to be like i love sticks but i'm like every time i've heard them i've been like all right bet yeah you know did i the accidentally listen to come away mad. by sticks again
0: 100%. but uh let's see starburns memorial I, is that better than slut slut barometer
2: I'm gonna put this below the slut barometer. I enjoy this one, but it's not like it's uh,
0: not as good as the slut. It's not as not good as, as Burton Ernie movie.
2: either. Although, I mean, no. here's the thing. Honestly, for me, R thirty and thirty one, like slut and Burton Ernie, might be <laughs> might be some of my like all time favorites.
0: That's a fucking uh, rock Wow.
2: Just because like Donald Glover in a pantsuit screaming slut, and then Muppets being done by uh, Troy and Abed, like just not
0: the
1: it, the best
2: stuff ever. But let's see <laughs> how you live it.
1: <laughs> That's um, funny.
0: I uh, say that all the time as like my fake pickup line how you live in that's funny <laughs> shit uh, Troy and um, Abed sewn together it's not as good as that I I'm think gonna, we're gonna go down I'm a little bit i to put this
2: close to spaceships cause they give me that same vibe of like crappy CG vibes you know what I
0: mean <laughs> sure um, versus Leonard's frozen pizza review oh I uh, think this is
2: just above Leonard's frozen pizza review and just below spaceships for me uh, mm, I don't can think I it's say, better than Valentine's Hearts, but it, Can
0: it, I say below the pizza review? Yeah, sure. Okay, great. Starburns memorial video is the new number forty. I bet in the janitor. He's like, where should I put this? Just put it anywhere.
2: Put it wherever.
0: <laughs> uh that's a good bit. Jerry Minor. Jerry Minor came back in the Law and Order episode briefly. They yeah,
2: really uh, just put
0: they everybody pulled everybody that
2: episode. they it's pulled so everybody
0: good. they so brought back good. eddie pepitone as a janitor who'd been in like one shot previously like yeah it's just uh they they bring everybody back it's so good um hell yeah uh so that's our rankings for the week uh jace any pluggy pluggy plugs my pluggy,
2: pluggy plugs off. for this week <whistles> uh, i don't got any y'all I'm just kind of, you know, we're here, we're doing our thing. Uh, I'm just going to say because t- tonight is the, was it the sixth night of Hanukkah, right? Is that what it was? How many Something candles did I light like tonight? tonight? <laughs> it's the, fif- the 15th, it's the sixth night of Hanukkah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm having a good time. I'm, uh, you know, thankful for for hanging out with y'all and it's exciting to, you know, hear that other people, when listening, feel like they're our friends because I feel like we could be your friends. We are your friends. Are your
0: um, friend. I'm glad that we've that we can provide that for folks who yeah. might need that. In an especially uh, isolating
2: time to be like we'll hang out with yeah. you, you know?
0: <laughs> and it's nice um, that like that's kind of the vibe we've been trying to cultivate. So it's absolutely. good to know that important. it kind of works. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Um yeah, I
2: just I guess I'll leave with, you know, what I've been saying the past few episodes. Like, hey, if you're trans, I love you. If you're cis, I love you too, but if you're trans, I love you.
0: Not I mean, not what I mean? Know I mean? Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, quick and dirty plugs here. Uh, you can still uh, watch uh, my play, Scooby Doo and the Manson Family Murders, on youtube.com. Uh, by the time you are listening to this, uh, you can watch on that same YouTube channel uh, my live commentary of Tom Hooper's Cats. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, with Alexandra Bowman and Jacob Kelleher, previous guests of this show. Uh, you can uh probably watch uh the first uh session of uh of my community tabletop RPG. Uh very I'm exciting. So excited for
2: that. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, it's going to
0: be a fun Thursday uh for everybody. Uh, so you can watch both of those and then I uh, the the YouTube algorithm actually delivered me a good video. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh and uh it was it's called Communities Weird and Wonderful final season, uh, which articulates a lot of the same things I've been saying about uh, how much I love season six, this, like, bizarre and wonderful finale that this show gets, um, and, and brings up a lot of points that you're gonna hear me talk about endlessly <laughs> on this very podcast. Yeah. Uh, and that is, that is uh, so you can look it up by that title. Uh, it's by the YouTube creator Salari. That's like salami, but swap out that M for an R. Just, and, like, a uh,
2: race like, Two thirds of that letter, and you're set.
0: And just as sub it in. Uh, they've also got a, a lovely UK accent, uh, oh, yeah. so if if that's your bit, uh, I say go for it. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so I watched that today, and I had a good time. And maybe uh, listeners of the show uh, will have a good time as well. Uh, so we are plowing through the end of our season three coverage. Wow, we incredibly yeah. exciting stuff. Um, as we uh, uh, plow through the end of this fascinating season and into th- three more fascinating seasons in their own wow. special and interesting ways. I guess that um, means
2: I'm gonna have to start I, I really getting into The Witcher. You know?
0: Yeah, we're coming up on that. I think it's, that'll it's be exciting.
2: I'm I be am excited. I, I have not been doing my homework. I have not been <laughs> catching up on The Witcher, but that's kind of fun. I think it'll be fun to. I think I'm to you know rewatch those first two episodes and then like. Yeah allow myself to dive into it i've been you'll
0: watch it for the podcast so don't don't worry about your uh, homework or nothing i think it'll be fun uh, for you as like the most newbie of the three of us i'm
2: excited to like um, just throw my
0: chaotic thoughts against the wall and i love
2: with it you two who yeah. are seasoned and afterlife. i
0: love that like this kind of grew you know because the while we're doing this like paternity leave the natural choice would have been like Glow or Atlanta or something um, oh, great but The shows. Witcher, great shows that are like relevant to the cast of Community or like Rick and Morty obviously
2: but- I feel like the way that we've nerded out about the Witcher you know myself somehow excluded but me more just being like curious curiously curi- with, with exp- asked. I had a stroke me just asking questions out of curiosity I think like
0: yeah it kind of grew quite. naturally out of our yeah. conversations right like the witcher specifically henry cavill um so i like that we're going to like cover um th- this show that like grew naturally out of our own like fascinations um it, who knows what we're going to do after we stop talking about community but uh, uh the witcher will be a fun reprieve and then we'll have this nice renewed <laughs> zeal and energy going into the final 3 seasons um, so this this will be uh, tremendously fun but still two more episodes of season 3 sorry two more podcasts about season 3 coming yes. up uh, next week we are doing another fake flashback episode and a video game themed episode uh, we are in the home fucking stretch. Here, wow. Y'all. Um, but until next week, pop pop.
2: Do-bada do it. What if I just like actually finished it this time because Caleb wasn't here? <laughs> no, no.
0: Just the greatest middle finger, the greatest musical middle finger um, <laughs> since every Taylor Swift album. Oh, I almost forgot! What? I promise to talk about the straightest thing I've ever seen. Say it right now as a bumper. Oh my god. Okay, so the, I'm it,
2: glad it's us talking about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the the two the two queers. Um, so I was on community Twitter, and I saw the straightest thing I've ever seen. It was an edit. It was an edit video that put every track of the new <laughs> Taylor Swift album. Over different clips of Jeff and Annie. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Straight. No. Straight culture, since its inception, has been building to this. <laughs> This
2: oh, is oh. this
0: is the final f- god form
2: like, of. Are the straights culture? okay? No, they're not. Obviously, right? And you know, you said you said the straightest thing. You told you said something about the straightest thing earlier, and I was like, I'm scared. The second that you were reminded of it because of Taylor Swift, let me tell you, that fear tripled. <laughs> no. No, 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 Look, no, no, no shade to all you teeny busy, busy fans out there. I,
0: I, I dabble in Tay Swift, you know, I'm not
2: I like do a not, I do not even dip my tongue. I do. I would not disrespect my ears with that. Okay, okay. But that's just my take. Uh, right. I'm not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. Oh, God, no. Why would you take everyone's problematic fave and then put pro- more problematic fave on top? Oh, no! Yeah. <laughs> Oh god
0: Kevin, I I hate myself I need you to send me that tweet Okay, hold on (laughs) I know exactly who quote tweeted it (laughs) Because it was like The the representative of the straights Uh, (laughs)
2: Representative of the I speak for the
0: straights (laughs) Hello, I am the straight speaker I gave him a lisp That's not what the straight speaker would have
2: (laughs) Somehow that's like a A reversed it's like a mirrored stereotype i don't even know what what how did you wow i'm pressed that stressed me out kevin and now here i am being like i need to see this because i i'm not gonna say i don't believe you
0: but no hold on <laughs> i'll find it um i didn't bookmark it because i like value my seeing. i didn't want to like be checking my bookmarks <laughs> one day and then go like, oh, i cannot oh.
2: let my algorithm believe this is what i want on my timeline oh, oh my god
0: uh, oh my god, uh, these community uh, Ke- uh, Taylor Swift connections are giving me life.
2: Nope, nope, they uh, are taking life
0: away from me. Said someone, I will not send you the quote tweet, I will send you the uh, the, tweet yeah, the tweet proper. The tweet proper. I will send you the tweet proper. Um, okay, I'll share it with both of you because I feel like sharing <laughs> Caleb as well. He can't escape just because he's not here. Oh shit. Okay. Wow. Sending uh the end some uh, straight culture colon end game.
2: Colon end game? Why, because we all die?
0: <laughs> no, that was the other one. Straight what culture I? infinity war. Straight culture. Okay. Alright, so everyone hang out here in the bumper while Jace watches this video. <laughs> oh, am I doing this right now? Okay, let's do this. Hold on, hold on. Please, Did you send it over the tweeter? i did Facebook send it messenger no Twitter messenger jesus why would you why would you why did i ask for this?
2: <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> i love when i get to hear a wheeze laugh come out of kevin it's jace good. jace
0: won't apologize i will apologize i'm sorry anyone that likes this video it's just i can't
2: <laughs> okay i'm gonna <laughs> actually play this with my phone volume all the way up so that y'all can hear this too but you're just gonna end up actually maybe i shouldn't because we're probably get, you would get would you get defunded because
0: Yeah, T-Swift would probably be litigious about that. If you could play it through your headphones and we just listen as you react to it. Let me
2: just, I'm going to, oh, fuck, how am I going
0: to, okay, I need my, I need a dongle, this fucking iPhone. Oh, I'm so glad we're doing this. Everyone just chill, we're doing this in real time. Kevin, future Kevin, do not edit any of this out. This is the live energy in the room, in the virtual space, in the Skype room.
2: Okay, here we go, let's see. Can y'all? Can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay. I can't hear you, so I'm just gonna be looking at your face. Here we go. I'm playing this video. Ah! Ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no! 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 Why did they... Mm-hmm. Peep. 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 It's two minutes long! <laughs> no! Oh, why did they pick these... Oh, I'm getting lightheaded. <laughs> no! Why would you use the Aspect Bandit footage there? Mm. What is... Who fucking. How did they. But like they also. They also. Okay. They also took the footage and they put it like behind the like. Like the play buttons. So it looks like. You know how like Spotify has those like small clips that they'll play behind music? Oh. What is. What? Mm, I don't like how this makes me feel. I'm. I. What? No. The cowboy bit with the fucking Western paintball Y'all can't see my face, but it I can tell it looks like I smelled rotting cheese. Okay, it's over. Uh, uh. So what would you um, think, <laughs>
0: y'all? How was it? <laughs> it was the worst thing. <laughs> Yo,
2: I don't like. Mm hmm. Mm mm-hmm. your thoughts. Um, Compose that's yourself. the thing I asked for, and I knew I shouldn't have asked for it, but I. <clears throat> um. You did. I did. You
0: welcomed welcomed the vampire into your home. Like, you you know what I mean?
2: I did. I said, bite me, you know? And it did.
0: Yeah. I voted for the wolves eat your face party, and I just didn't expect the wolf to eat my face.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. That is... Hurtful. I just... (laughs) Who... Who looks at Jeff and Annie and goes? I mean, I know there are people that listen to this that are like Jeff and Annie stands, which y'all nasty.
0: I'm impressed that they've survived this long, <laughs> honestly. Because <laughs> I, you, you two especially, are not kind to to that to that ship, and I oh, am okay. also not kind to it. I just keep it. I just keep it a little locked down. One of us has to, you know, I, be the public uh, face, I, right? I,
2: look, I, I'm not. I look. I won't kink shame you. I won't shame you for liking bad movies i won't like you for I, I won't i won't shame you for tons of things i will shame you for two things explicitly without question taylor swift <laughs> <laughs>
0: and jeff and annie shipping and this is the me. nexus it this... was um it was like that time that dr doom Annihilus and Kang the Conqueror became one being, Doom the Annihilating Conqueror. <laughs> and that,
2: and that, that actually happened?
0: Yeah, dog. No, no,
2: no, no, no. I, 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 I... And Ant-Man
0: I, beat him up. Ant-Man. Did
2: he, did he, do? did he go up, did he crawl into his butthole and then get roping? They big?
0: discovered that uh, Pym Particles, uh, in addition to adjusting your size, could also adjust your density and your, your strength. So he kind of, like, slid the Y and Z axes of the of the pin Particles. It was pretty dope, actually, for, like, dumb comic book science. I kind of want—yeah, right? I mean, it's all—I I, I kind of want to read that one now. Um, I've no. recommended this run to you before. I'll recommend it again. Wait, which but one is it, this? That is uh, the Fantastic Four slash FF by oh, Okay, that's literally by Matt Fraction. That's, yeah. yeah, that's
2: on my list of—I mean, I'm doing the Matt Fractions after I finish Vision. I'm going to do— um,
0: Oh, Vision. I'm going to do—I'm finishing oh.
2: Vision— Oh so good! And then I'm gonna do oh. uh, Hawkeye, and then I'm gonna do FF, and
0: okay. then I'm gonna. Yeah, d- no, that's a great really run. To. That's you're gonna have read some good fucking comics. I'm really excited, <laughs> and
2: then I'm gonna try and dive into uh, Marvel now, just because I really wanna like. I started reading. Uh, yeah, Ms. Marvel now's Marvel, cool. Miss like, Marvel, oh, Miss Marvel's, Marvel's the shit.
0: Exciting. Yeah, she's the best. Um,
2: um, squirrel di- Girl, uh, read, read squirrel unbeatable girl, Squirrel Girl. I'm really excited. Ironheart, I'm really stoked to get into. Uh, she's she's cool. Devil Dinosaur, I'm stoked about that that book. Um. Uh, I Good book. Uh, that hurt. What you? Yeah. I just asked for. I. I don't even. Sorry. I can't even put into words really what was so bad about that. Um. I couldn't hear your response, Kevin. I could see it, it was just lip-
0: laughing. I was just. Oh <laughs> my god! I, don't, I, shitting don't really, my pants. I
2: blacked out. I know I made some strange noises, but you I did. don't remember. I, oh god. Well, I'm. I hope y'all enjoyed that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because
2: i certainly did not <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was a little bonus that was a little bony ony um that was my birthday gift to caleb that he did not experience oh, that God. although i did send it to him via twitter message so actually oh, my God. <laughs> so hey, happy actually. birthday whoops <laughs> this is what i got you This has been a Talk Back
1: Podcast. That was
0: quite a show. Very entertaining. Please tell your friends about this show.
1: Boopy doopy doop boop sex. (laughs)